Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. This is the preview edition, which in the edition on Sunday night, we told you wasn't coming, but we lied. Not trustworthy at all. Joining me for this glorious preview edition uh, uh, would be Ryan Nanny from the studio in yeah. New York. I'm in the I'm in the soundproof booth. I'm up here <laughs> dropping beats and and spitting spitting bars. Pure fire. Total from, total from, fire. From one track to the next. If you had a mixtape, what would it be named, Ryan? Hmm. Buyout. <laughs> Buyout two. <laughs> buy out buy out two the leveraging red man's on that one <laughs> you damn buy right. out four <laughs> buy out seven this is the the ferencing it's buy out season <laughs> buy out season <laughs> uh that, the person offering mixtape titles is from Kennesaw, Georgia. He is Jason Kirk. Say, say hi, Jason. You have a great idea on how to start this podcast because, full disclosure, we're recording on Monday because the holiday is creeping up. And as you know, every coach is fired. So by the time you hear this, the things we say might be outdated. So what we're going to do is we're just going to lay out our bets right here for everything that will happen in the next, I don't know, 24 hours, uh, as if it has already happened. Okay? So – from science fiction to science fact, that's what we're laying out for you to see whether our powers are intact when it comes to predicting the ridiculous future from the absurd present. Jason, do you want to start this off? Yes. Um, let me just say that I am impressed by what Florida State did. Um, lost Jimbo Fisher to LSU, of course. And I feel like they went out and got the best coach available, bringing in Les Miles with SEC experience to take over in the ACC um, he, he, he's worked with Jimbo before. He's got Jimbo connections. Um, he's beaten Florida before. So I, I don't know what more you want in your Florida state head coach than, than less miles. That's good. That's good. I, I would say this, that I think that, um, I'm very impressed with Maryland's hire. I think it took real stones to go and rehire Randy Edsel, but when you have a good thing, you just don't let it go. <laughs> to just punt, to say never mind. <laughs> I that's a realistic thing. I think not enough times in life do you come back and say, "Here's what I would like you to improve on," because we had an okay relationship, and and I don't want it to. This can be something better. You know, we're in it for the long haul. This isn't just a you know a five year relationship. We're we're going for the ten, fifteen, nay twenty years in the future in order to build something really solid. So. Well done, Maryland. I, I'm impressed. <laughs> this was the Terps being the very first on the block. They they were the first power school uh, with a vacancy. So, you know, it's, oh, man, Terps got an advantage here. Now they sort of look up and a dozen others have joined them. Probably most-ish of them better. So you just, you know what, forget it. We'll we'll try this again next year. Um, I, I got to say, the the one, I don't know if I feel great about it, the move that I didn't see coming, but maybe has a perverse genius to it. Um, Miami going out and giving that job to Mike Stoops. I mean, talk about a team that needs a resurgence of great defense. Mike Stoops certainly has the pedigree for that in theory. Uh, and it's just so nice to see all three Stoops boys at the top of their field, especially uh, with Mark Stoops getting the Indianapolis Colts job. It's an impressive get for the Colts. I really applaud their forward thinking and taking another coach from the ranks of 
the college game and bringing them into the pros to breathe new life into an otherwise stale strategic and cultural environment. But I think it takes a lot of courage to admit that maybe you weren't ready for that and that you function best at the college level. Yeah. I mean, Chip Kelly's going to do great things at Kentucky now. (laughs) The foundation is there. I'd be I'd be so worried if Chip Kelly had to get <laughs> Hang on, when you say the foundation is there, are you referring to there literally being a yeah, playing surface? Yeah, no, I I mean that Mark Stoops left behind uh, a U-Haul full of unpoured quickcrete. I was gonna say, listen, it was a trailer, but Rich Brooks kept it clean. Had and he, a beautiful. He, he only pooped in the one corner. He had a beautiful lot. That's the important part. Rich Brooks had a beautiful lot. And with those savings, you can go to the Mohegan Sun and have a pretty good weekend every single weekend. I call this the house at poop corner. So, <laughs> Worst kids book ever. <laughs> Thanks, Kenny Loggins. Uh, I think I'm done calling my shots. I don't. That's I don't <laughs> we just sent Chip Kelly to Kentucky. Whew. What are we going to do to improve on that? Jack Del Rio at USC, also a bold choice. Jack, I, I, I was impressed by Georgia going and getting Sonny Dykes from Cal. It I, seemed like a, a bad fit over there, and and well, now his they name's, f- his, his name's Sonny. That's like half the gig right there with Georgia. Like, well, name's Sonny. He must be trustworthy. I I do think <laughs> it's dishonest that Hawaii preyed upon Frank Beamer's age and hired him, but he actually has to pay uh two point five million a year to coach. Worth it. Worth it. I thought this was one of those situations where you show up for the that you show up for the for the for the advertisement pitch like once a week and you get to do it for free. Oh, it's a timeshare deal. Well, that's what they call it. Yeah, but I don't, you know, you don't you don't ever actually listen to it. Yeah, you just show up once a week. Uh, Frank, all you got to do is sit through this presentation and coach thirteen games, and uh, you'll get this hundred dollar Visa gift card. Well, yeah, thirteen games counting a bowl game, huh? No, 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 coach. No, no, no. We no, no. we play thirteen regular season games, and there are no bowl games. I do like this scenario because a it implies that maybe Frank Beamer got the Hawaii job walking from Terminal A to Terminal B. One of those credit card people going, "Hey, would you like fifteen thousand sky miles in the Hawaii coaching job?" Oh, sure. Ooh, is there a free hat? There sure is. And two, that Bud Foster becomes a godlike surfer somewhere out on the massive waves. Is he a sneaky athletic? He oh sneaky athletic. We've seen the man cut a cartwheel, dude. I've we've seen him water ski. That lunchbox is full of Hawaiian rolls. <laughs> He's just out there with some spam masubi, going. <laughs> you know, man. I mean, I had it all back in Blacksburg, but out here, I'm just. There's a whole new kind of. I'm just. There's just a whole new kind of feeling I got. I like that he started to Matthew McConaughey. Man, you know every accent. Every coach McConaughey does. for me. <laughs> It's very I like hard. Except, idea, ironically, you know, you're Mac Brown. If you close your eyes, if you close your eyes, it's very difficult to tell Browls. Like Art Browls sounds like Matthew McConaughey with a cold, or like Matthew McConaughey's dad. It's just a little deeper. We're proud. We're proud of everything Matthew's accomplished. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's not a porch dog. That ain't McConaughey. <laughs> he's he he got to run. You just got to let him go. He he'll come back every time. This weekend is rivalry weekend the thing that is difficult to say and often very difficult to watch because i think if we're real honest you have to admit that rivalries rarely attain a kind of balance they usually work in sort of one avalanche 
to another. One streak of five games to another streak of six games to the rare moments when rivalries go back and forth. Generally, though, in rivalries, one side is far better than another, and it's obvious how it's going to go. At least this, until Kentucky gets Chip Kelly. Until <laughs> then Louisville's dead. <laughs> so is Florida, shit. So is Florida, yeah, that streak's over. <laughs> that streak is over for three years, and then it can restart because he'll be gone. Jim McElwain should just not show up for the game. Mm. That's it. What was the score? What game? We got a bye week. <laughs> Sorry. By the way, I learned this week that y'all's coach doesn't just look like a youth pastor. He's like totally a youth pastor. Like that uh, dead fish object lesson he gave after the game. Mm-hmm. Y- y'all saw this one? Mm-hmm. Yep. In the presser, he gave this like three-minute extended metaphor about you go to the grocery store and you look at the dead fish. And it just went on and on and on and on. And man, he's got this youth pastor thing down. We did produce Tim Tebow. Listen, so, we're gonna we're gonna parable the other side to the point of defeat. That's what it was. Yeah, if the public's look, parable. Florida, Florida has really only hired several different kinds of clergymen. Okay, we hired scary priest Urban Meyer, right? We hired uh, jocular uh, televangelist Steve Spurrier. <laughs> Right, Fraud, fraudulent jocular television. <laughs> yeah, bye, y'all. <laughs> uh, and, the Lord, to... and the Lord said, "Reverse mortgages are the way to personal wealth." Lord's calling me to Tahiti. Bye. <laughs> Steve Spurrier is Creflo Dollar. <laughs> Redneck low dollar. And now he's at South, when he was at South Carolina, he he would hitch a ride on Florida's plane. That's some Creflo shit right there. <laughs> I can't true. be seen flying commercial. <laughs> what man of my station? Hell no. Just cause just cause the section's called coach, don't mean I belong there. Uh, and then we hired Ron Zook, who's I I don't know. That's a head of Deacons. The head of Deacons. <laughs> Guys, the guy who's the guy who's kind of the special. I think he's the, the army chaplain. The <laughs> kind of the overly motivated army chaplain, like we're running an ultra marathon tomorrow morning. <laughs> Sometimes getting shot in the legs the best thing that can happen to you. <laughs> so that we hired that we hired the bizarre parable telling youth pastors really kind of. All of a piece for us, really. And then there's Nigeria. Will Muschamp, who's kind of a head of a militant cult. Oh yeah, he's the Pentecostal. <laughs> yeah, he's the terrified, the terrified Pentecostal preacher ends up with twelve lonely congregants stranded on a roadside. My body's hand. made of snake bites. I-, I think he quit once they started speaking in tongues, and he thought they were speaking French. <laughs> <laughs> Can't have that. It's an unmasculine language. I speak in tongues, sure, but I only speak American when I do it. <laughs> the, um. But yeah, this is like for instance, this weekend rivalry weekend, we have Alabama Auburn, which oh God, yeah, that's that tends to run in long streaks, and this is going to be part of a long streak against Auburn, because that game will not be pretty. It will be ugly. It will be bad. The thing about rival rivalry, there's <laughs> a brilliant rivalry. The, the Bo Jackson commercial. Well, nobody can pronounce it. It's the first good commercial in this long, confusing run of commercials because it really is hard to say. It is. But the it, thing, does, does that not feel like a Tim? Does that not feel like a Tim and Eric skit? A little bit, like when you're watching it. 
It's so good. The commercial just completely falls apart because nobody can say words. I don't know what they're selling or why it's supposed to make me want to buy it. Um, and I don't know how it relates to the plot of the other commercials, which are all confusing. But I like watching it. But like, like the thing about this weekend is even though we know who's going to win, we cannot fathom how gross it's going to get. Bama's going to beat Auburn. Sure, granted, that goes without saying. But it's, it's either going to be just a disgusting blowout or Auburn's going to drag Bama down to their level and, and make them earn it the old-fashioned way. I don't even know what that means. The line on this, <laughs> yeah. the line on this game is uh, 13 and a half. Mm. Uh, which means that Auburn is predicted to be about as competitive on the road as LSU was at home against Bama. That feels about right. Okay. It does. It really, really does. It's got the, you put the hate filter on it, that, that swings the Vegas line about a touchdown. Yeah, like, but the, even Bill Connolly, who's much smarter than me about sports, says that maybe advanced stats should have some sort of a rivalry modifier metric. Of sort. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's actually looked into like you know for the last week of the season, maybe just sort of spin a dial. Who knows? A, a hatio, if you will. Right. Yes, uh, and that some algorithm, some, some way of saying this. <laughs> this scal. <laughs> The the algorithm for me here is that Auburn scores seven points on merit, mm-hmm. mostly via some sort of convoluted triple motion, three fake Gus Malzahn play where Alabama's hyper program corners can't deal with the chaos and they give up a long TD. That that can happen. Uh, they get three points via a turnover, and then they get three points via kind of an abortive stunted offensive drive that gets to like the 35. Well, and also there's going to be that moment where they get a touchdown and there's something goofy happens. They get the ball back. And right then that's when they strike with the pot pass where with the lineman about 12 yards downfield, mm-hmm. just because the refs are so confused and disorganized. That's when they strike and pull that one off. And Bama fans are mad about it for about 12 months. So we're saying that Auburn can score 20 points. I, I feel pretty confident about that. I'll cap them at a hard 20, hard 20. Can Alabama score twenty points? Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, oh, on yeah. Auburn's defense. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is the same Auburn team that only scored ten points on Georgia. But I'm I'm glad you two have faith. I, this, yeah, that's that's the rivalry stuff. The rivalry. Saying, okay. We're we're saying twenty as a cap, man. I'm just giving them like if I was giving the rivalry discount, that's seven points. Oh, this is when right? you go to the bank and you're like, this is the most we'll loan you, even though you shouldn't need that much, and you you're not credit worthy enough for four hundred thousand dollars of mortgage. Exactly. Okay. Correct. So Auburn's about to be underwater. Cool. Yeah, which is you know. <laughs> I didn't mean that as a metaphor. No, that that's a real out. They're going to be they're going to be pushed off the coast of Alabama to a better place, the bottom of the ocean. So they go into the uh, what? What bowls in Mobile? Uh, that'd be the GMA. Is that the old GMA? Go Daddy. Go Daddy. Go Daddy Bowl now. Yeah, that'd be the Go Daddy Bowl, where the bells, where the bells of the ball stand on the sideline. Don't sleep on Mobile, by the way. Mobile's fun. Mobile's fine. Mobile's. I'm not going to say nice, but it's really fun. I would say every other town in Alabama is basically the same, except once you get down towards the Gulf then things get pretty good. Talk to everybody you know who's gone to Mobile, like randoms from, from like L.A. and New York, if they ended up in Mobile. They will all tell you the same story. Man, that place is fun. I got so drunk there. <laughs> yeah, there's alcohol there. You can drink it. It's for <laughs> sale. 
<laughs> Evidently, which, is, when which go- is not true everywhere in Alabama. In fairness, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably it's actually not. There, I mean, there's a boat you can look at. Mm-hmm. There's water. There's water. There's a bunch of people who all live like Ken Stabler. Every last one of them. There might be a Ken Stabler. Yeah, I mean, dead, dead. Don't stop the party. That's all I'm saying. Roll tight. So I think we're okay with the idea that Alabama-Auburn is going to be either a struggle or a blowout, but there's absolutely no way a 6-5 and five Auburn team upends a 10-1 and one Alabama team. But if they did! If they did. If they did! If they get did it, OJ. Leave! Ooh. Leave! Be gone! Get out of my sight! Take your drudge-ass corporate self and just get the hell out. And, that's and then they take it out on Florida the next That's week. fine. I don't care. <laughs> what, do you, still... what do you mean take it out on Florida? Ole Miss is getting that spot then. Yeah. I'm okay like, Oh, come on now. If this is the kind of day with such madness that involves Auburn <laughs> yeah. yeah. in the Iron Bowl, oh, man. The Egg Bowl could be a 95-point shootout. Yeah, nothing, <laughs> nothing would assure that Ole Miss loses the Egg Bowl more than Bama right. loses Stakes. the Iron Bowl it's four hours there. before. It's all there for the ribs to take. It's all lining up. <laughs> Hugh Freeze would fall into a sinkhole pregame. The power like, of our glory is here. <laughs> all right, last. all right, you got a clear landing here. You just need to ease. Oh shit! <laughs> you went all flat on me. You upside down like Denzel Washington. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like that movie Flight, but with a much different ending. <laughs> you didn't even drink. You? How'd you fly upside down without drinking? Oh, uh, just called the reverse. That's all. <laughs> Chad Kelly stranded in the ball. Oh, that like, is some Hugh Freeze shit. It would that, be, that man. That would be his trick play. The like, trick play bullshit he always does. We're going to fly the plane upside down. Yeah, in the red zone. <laughs> <laughs> Old Miss is inside the five-yard line. Just line up five shots and do them all. Coach, why'd you fly the plane backwards? <laughs> Look, I read some I read some Vice article today about Fallout 4, and in Fallout 4, your character can take drugs. And this guy, of course, for Vice was like, I just made my character take drugs as often and as frequently as possible in the game. That's old Miss inside the five-yard line. What drugs are you on? All of them. All of them. There's no telling what I'm going to do in here. Look, it's my 300-pound defensive end. I'll give him a carry. <laughs> give him lots of carries. We'll give him lots of carries. We'll get him injured doing that. Get him knocked out against a mid-major. <laughs> It'd be great. Hey, they needed that. <laughs> they did. They're old Miss. Don't take anything for granted. I, you know, we're laughing at old Miss. Who did they beat this year? All three of them for the first time. The first time. They are uh, state champs of Alabama and Louisiana, yeah, but not correct. Tennessee. They beat LSU. <laughs> they beat Auburn. And they beat Alabama, which is unheard of territory for old Miss. So, but they lost to the best two teams in the SEC East. What I'm saying is that you're a little less sick, old Miss. Day by day, you're a little less sick. But not this weekend. <laughs> oh, God. Don't, no. touch, don't touch that with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> right now, Mississippi State, they got the juju. <laughs> they got some kind of weird <laughs> spectral voodoo coming out of that 51-50 Arkansas game. You don't want to touch it. If you them. think those fans were turned out ready to fight after being in Arkansas, oh, my God. <laughs> Just you try and score 50 on him this week. You know that voodoo is actually Dan Mullen desperately clawing for an escape, right? <laughs> for the Virginia Tech job. Oh, God, please. Like, I've got to get to Blacksburg. <laughs> Jesus. Like, I can't decide which team has the worst luck and or historical momentum that, like, either Dan Mullen, like, what will happen? Will Dan Mullen, with the snake 
spitting Mississippi State program. Will he beat Ole Miss by 40 and then leave the next day for Virginia Tech? Yes. Yes. <laughs> or will he lose by 40 and then leave for yes. Virginia Tech? <laughs> which, which, which would hurt worse? This choose-your-own-adventure really. book sucks. Man, I, I, my, my conspiracy theory on this would be this, that Hugh Freeze is such an old Miss Rebel that in order to spite Dan Mullen, he takes the Virginia Tech job Ooh. just to keep Dan Mullen pinned in Starkville. Oh, he'll uh, he'll underbid too. Oh, y'all y'all gonna pay Dan five million? I'll do it for three and a half. <laughs> I'll take a pay cut. And then he gets somebody else like Hugh Freeze. Hey, do you know Hugh Freeze room with Chip Kelly? They're like soulmates. They're no! buddies. How did Chip Kelly end up at Virginia Tech? Hey, listen, man, I'm gonna call in a favor. Remember that time that I kept you from dying in Mexico at the hands of those like you know mafiosi? Yeah. Okay, I need you to take this job. Why? Don't ask. Don't ask. Don't ask. See, I was thinking that Hugh would lose the game on purpose in order to in order to screw over the Bulldogs, mm. get Dan up out of there. Mm, see, that's simple and possible. I don't see that happening. Well, one of those trick plays. It has to be something more excruciating. Their punishment must be more severe. Will must jail. Right. <laughs> right. Jesus, this is a family program. No, it's not. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, if Will Muschamp, I cannot think of a more sorrowful combination of factors than Will Muschamp in Starkville. Oh, you thought the crew offense was bad? <laughs> You're going to be craving three to two. You're going to be thinking it's German chocolate cake. Oh, <laughs> Hey, you know, they just got a cookout in Starkville. You can eat your sorrow away. How the hell did we score negative seven points? (laughs) Coach said he didn't want him. Just got to execute better. (laughs) Oh, man, that's a return to some Crow Magnon shit that I don't even want to imagine. I mean, if you you can't replicate Alabama with Florida recruits, I'm sure you can do it with Mississippi States. They're basically the same. Mm-hmm. Other rivalry games this week. Uh, Iowa, Nebraska. This is the last shot for somebody to take out Iowa. They're not doing it. Nope. Nope. Not happening. But if you are not a fan of undefeated Iowa, 11 and 0 at this point, by the way. First of all, you can get the fuck out. Yeah, but go you ahead. Can, yeah, go ahead. You can you go can straight just, to hell. Although exactly. I, will, I will point out, Iowa is only favored by a point and a half. That game. seems right. That's fine. Okay. Uh, well, Ryan, Iowa's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You're not supposed to say that out loud. We all like Iowa, but no, Iowa's no, not excellent. No, the, Jason, you missed the point. The whole thing we're trying to do here is get Iowa into the playoff and then turn around and say they're not very good. <laughs> no, man. Iowa's Kevin Hart, man. He's just all hustle. <laughs> and, too, and too small to do what they're doing. Constantly being photographed next to famous people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then one day someone wrote him a check. And you know what? No one's called Kevin Hart on it, and I'm not going to call Iowa on it. I like and it. you know what? Kevin Hart, just like Iowa, the longer you watch it, the more you think, you know what? I don't mind this at all. I think this makes uh, Kirk Ferentz Ice Cube, which sort of fits because you're like, man, you you keep doing stuff, but I feel like you haven't been relevant in quite a while. I have a scariest b- man alive in 1991, <laughs> Kirk Ferentz. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. The... Other uh, another game that you really shouldn't look at. I'm going to devote like two sentences to it. Oregon State, Oregon. Yeah, mm. don't watch it. Civil Jesus. War. Yeah, if this is the Civil War, then this is like the Battle of Atlanta. It's a blowout. <laughs> this is like the uh, Civil War in some country that doesn't really even have. This is this is the Falklands War. Is what yeah. it is. Yeah. 
Don't watch it. You can turn gonna, that one off early too. It's going. It's going to be bad, y'all. It's going to be real bad. Uh, a game which, by tradition, is being properly played under a clear but freezing sky at 36 degrees in Ann Arbor, Michigan, Ooh. at noon. Ooh. Yeah, Ohio State, Michigan. Get that big tan in your veins, son. The Big Ten East runner-up game. None it's more. Very important. None more B1G than a an offensively crippled Ohio State team limping into a classic matchup against Michigan. This one, it's gonna. It's at noon, and it involves two teams which are in various degrees of out of sorts, because Michigan is still on the learning curve, and Ohio State is rapidly falling off the learning curve. It has been all year, and Michigan State finally caught them. But this, this, this is going to be ugly as hell. This is one where all that shit just sort of amplifies everything. Yeah. Like if, if it's ten to ten at halftime, great, perfect. Yeah. That's how like, we want it. What do you mean if? If no, yeah. I'm, I'm saying we'll we'll aim high, aim oh, okay. high. Maybe we get oh, 10 instead points. of three three. I got. Yeah. You. I mean, this is where the rules flip because if it's seven three in the third quarter, we'll all be like, oh yeah. Yeah, this is the one where the Big Ten fans say, if this was an SEC game, everyone would be calling it a great defensive matchup. And we say, shut the fuck up. We love this. (laughs) This is great. No one's complaining about your 7-3 game. Fourth quarter, quarter, it's going to be tied 2-2. It's going to be awesome. Hell yeah. I mean, you say this, but the other game that decides who goes to the Big Ten championship is actually the one that's more likely to be 3-3 at the half. Oh, Michigan my State, God. State. Michigan State, Penn State for the land-grant trophy. It looks like a closet. First one to 130 folded in on wins. itself. Oh, my God. The line in that game is, is I think it's State by Michigan State by uh, one and a half. Yeah. Yeah, Which if you could is, get down to eight, if you could get down to eights of points, that's what I really think would was well, I feel most like appropriate. It's one and a half because two zero is the minimum possible score for a football game <laughs> final score. Michigan so. State, Penn State is going to be watch like watching two power loaders from Aliens that are super low on battery fight each other. <laughs> clank, <laughs> clank, clank, clank. Just, just, <laughs> let's put it. Let's put it a little more bluntly. This is going to be like watching like robots from the 1950s fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Clank. 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 <laughs> Put another vacuum tube in. Penn State's a little sluggish. And this is exactly how MSU wants it. Uh, I really have no idea what it is that James Franklin wants his team to look like. I don't think it's this, though. I don't think this is his arena. No. No, no. This is – I don't know what he wants on offense. I know that uh, – is it John Donovan? Yeah. That, They're that, offensive that, well, if we're still doing the coaching change thing, probably not by time of, uh, by <laughs> yeah. time of publication. But. Yeah. So it's a great move for Penn State to hire Chip Kelly as offensive coordinator. Wow. Chip, brilliant. you're getting around, girl. Yeah, he didn't want to sell, didn't want to sell his condo, so he's just going to go commute and do his work there. Great move for them. Brilliant. We are. Other rivalry games, by the way. If, 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 by the way, if Penn State wins that, that would, of course, be, be complete rank hilarity. Other rivalry games. Uh, ooh. Ooh. How could we not mention Florida State and Florida? We, we could have not mentioned that a lot, actually. Yeah, because it kind of feels like Dalvin Cook's just going to pull out a switchblade and gut us in that game. Yep. Yep. That's what's going to happen. We've uh, decided. I am excited to see what new bad decision Treon Harris can make. 
Uh, it might be something like investing in Beanie Babies in between the first and second quarter. He's going to come out with a golden palace tattoo. Guys, I got the Princess Diana. It only costs three grand. It's an investment. It's great. It can't possibly Have you heard- go down in value. Have you heard about Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> Too far. You know, actually, Florida's season trajectory is a little bit like Bitcoin. It really is. We're and like, I- whoa, what's this? Hey, nobody expected. Oh, okay, cool. So Some- we're all broke? Great. I, I mean, this is well. I, I mean, Bitcoin might have been a factor. Some of that stuff your quarterback got, you can only get off the dark web. So that's <laughs> true. This offense is definitely off the deep dark web right now. Bunch of cold fish and fake currency. That's that's the Florida Gators right now, man. Like the most miserable ten and one team you've ever seen in terms of performance. But hey, it's ten and one, baby. We are playing with house money at this point. I didn't expect to win six games. This is great. We illegally downloaded this offense. <laughs> you wouldn't illegally download an offense. How did you? How did you? Did you? Will you share the password for the SEC mm-hmm. championship with me? Yeah, sure. You can get in here. Damn you, Netflix. <laughs> the Netflix Bowl, Florida versus Alabama. Netflix it's all on and, Alabama's account. Netflix and kill. <laughs> Uh, other rivalry games of note, uh, Jason, if you're looking down the calendar. Let me <clears throat> let me actually do so. Y'all just skipped right over our Thanksgiving slate, by the way. Oh, I, no. <laughs> I have to watch Texas. I mean, not, that's not the game you should watch. Texas Tech at Texas is, you know, key if Texas wants to pull out bowl eligibility. Oh, right. Player. There is actually an important game, not but the Texas game. South Florida at UCF. South Florida has is now coming off of two really impressive wins against uh, Temple and Cincy, I believe. W- Willie Taggart done turn that thing around. They are at seven wins at this point already, so they're bowl eligible. Yep. Uh, UC- driving this bus. UCF remains winless, and that poor bar in Orlando remains giving out free drinks as a result. Yep. So, so- watch this just to just like South Florida. I know I talk a lot of shit about Tampa. And I don't feel bad about any of it. Please do me a solid and assure that UCF rides off into the sunset with this winless season. Tampa versus Orlando. Yeah, I'll for take, for I'll all, take all of the sadness. For all. For, I like that this game is on ESPN and Texas's game is on FS1. Pretty, really great TV deal the Big 12's got. <laughs> that is awesome how the Texas team that has its own network with ESPN has to appear on Thanksgiving on Fox. Not even Fox. Junior Fox. Oh, I'm sorry. FS1. It's like Fox 3. No, it's it's Cool Fox. <laughs> cool Dad Fox. Star, Star Fox. Star Fox. Star Fox. <laughs> do a barrel roll, Charlie Strong. Right to that Miami job. Yeah, you're, you, Texas, you're more of a slippy this season. <laughs> it's one right off my tail. No! God damn it, Slippy. Been playing this game for three seconds. <laughs> you already got a bogey on your tail. Iowa State, no. <laughs> the other game, Missouri at Arkansas. If you want to ride, man, if you want to ride the snake, <laughs> if you want to chase the dragon, if you want to watch, we all make choices. Yeah, we do. Arkansas should win this game, but that doesn't mean a damn thing. No. Well, uh, I mean, I would say this game will be like three to three, but we just saw the Hogs in a hundred and one point shootout. Could Mizzou crack like twelve points? Probably could, and they probably still lose by thirty. This should um, be. 
Let us should be huh. should be properly ugly. Although somebody we were trying to do this, we didn't quite get this together for EDSPS. So we might get this together. If you win the Golden Boot as Arkansas, and then you win the Arkansas Missouri Trophy, then you've got half of Mimal, which is the imaginary shape created by getting Minnesota, Iowa, Missouri, Arkansas, and Louisiana all in a line on the U.S. map. So I kind of wish that Arkansas played both of those teams so that they could get the whole thing. That maybe that's Bert's um, Big Ten SEC challenge. That's that's his, that's his hook there. <gasps> that's it. He's, he's he just wants the Gophers. He's like, I remember three things from elementary school. One of them's Mimal. <laughs> Mimal's the coolest. Then they got to go beat Kentucky so you can have his dick sticking out. <laughs> no, it's Tennessee. Remember Tennessee? Sorry, Tennessee. Tennessee's, sorry, sorry. Tennessee's, Tennessee's Mimal's Wang. Yeah, Kentucky is the piece of chicken sitting on Tennessee's. Uh, oh, that's Wang, tray. which is well, really wang. like better yeah. ingredients. Shit, this is pure Bert. <laughs> that is better exactly. Pizza. Then we beat Tennessee that year. Remember, we got Mimel's, uh Wang. Remember, I got awesome. to put chicken on my dick. Yeah, do that every night. Can't wait to go hop on the chicken. It's protein. <laughs> it's good for chicken. you. Uh, can we can we have a moment of uh, sadness and silence for the rivalry of broken dreams? Baylor at TCU. Yeah. Oh, they still have to play that game. What Thank could you. have been? And ba- Baylor's probably gonna light them up. Although we've come. To the end of the road. It's Gary Pat, you know Gary Patterson can play that on the guitar. Well, I was gonna say he just drums it out on his belly. <laughs> I'm so I'm laughing so hard. Like it's been it's been two days and I'm still laughing at how sweaty Gary Patterson is. Yeah. I want to see at what temperature he stops sweating. <laughs> is it like 15 degrees? Because I'll I want to climate test this. Like TCU in a bowl game in Boise. Just get him somehow to Boise when it's like five degrees of Boise. And Gary Patterson's out there in like a dry fit shirt toweling himself off. Jesus. He's actually he's actually a very uh, well-manicured wampa. <laughs> oh, is it hot out here to anybody else? Also, I would like to tear your arm off. I'm going to freeze you and eat you. <laughs> Jesus, it's hot. Hold on. Christ. Is that a tauntaun? Can I have a bite? Because I thought for a while, well, you know, it is hot in Texas. Yeah. Maybe it's just him. Nope. Nope. Gary Patterson is just universally sweaty. He's emotionally sweaty. Like, I bet, like, when he signs for houses, he's like, man. Wait, weighty decision here. It's a big mortgage. And yet, and yet he couldn't have been less, he couldn't have been more chill about going for two against Oklahoma. No. Not not a drop hit the ground when he made that decision. Ice water. <laughs> ice, ice water in these veins, much like a river. Ice water all over the f- ground around him. <laughs> a giant puddle. It's more of a it's more of an ice water main break. I mean he's like that. He's like Olaf in Frozen. Or the senator in X-Men who becomes a big blob of water. <laughs> Gary Patterson's Hold my hand, Storm. <laughs> Other games. You know, man. I'm just gonna go. This is this is just you want just a list of series of disasters. They don't even need commentary, okay? Maryland series. at Rutgers. Maryland at Rutgers. The rivalry. Clemson at, Clemson South, Carolina. at South Carolina. Yeah. Good Which... God. Georgia at Georgia Tech. Yo, Virginia Tech at Virginia. <laughs> a game that Frank Beamer needs if he wants to keep his bowl streak alive. And a game that Mike Linden needs. 
No, they doesn't. Mike London, <laughs> he's won three games this year, and he's still going to keep his job. Yeah, is Mike London the candidate who, because everybody else is looking <clears throat> for a coach, is going to keep his job? Because they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't want any part of this. I feel like at this point, Mike London, it's kind of like, I mean, can it get worse? Why, 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 why hurry? Why not just keep him around? <laughs> for I mean, this football, was, this why was hurry? <laughs> this was supposed to be the year when there was a little bit of tangible progress, and uh, I nope. don't feel like there was that. So whatever. Yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. give him another four years to tool up and have no, another these years to point toward. No, this is your lady acquaintance who's married to a total loser. Like, hey, Virginia, you gonna dump Mike London? No. Oh, no, he's thinking about going to massage school. No, we've been to- <laughs> we we've been together since two thousand three. So I don't. Th- I just don't know if I can get out there and date again. I don't like him, but... Oh, Virginia, you can fix your hair up. <laughs> Being single is scary. Listen, Virginia, we'll, we'll, we'll take you to finishing school. This is, this is what, you're, what this is proving is that we need some sort of Tinder, but for coaches. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you know, there's, there's legs to this. You yeah, that's good. You didn't swipe right on New Heisel. T- oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, twice. That's Listen, just... it's 3 a.m. Something about something about that man. It's three AM in the coach hiring day. Just text Gary Patterson you up. You never know. Maybe he'll bite. <laughs> you up? No, it's Virginia football. We're not. No, no, definitely not. We're definitely not up. Further horrors. There are even more horrors on this. Boston College, Syracuse. No, no, no. Scott Schaefer's last game. Uh, I am perversely interested in Duke at Wake Forest, not because... Yeah, because you're dumb. You're stupid. It's an, it's an idiot move. Don't do it. You can't. This is this is one of your bad ideas, Ryan. You want to you know why? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't. After, so, so Duke loses that <laughs> Miami game, right? Oh. And they have lost since then, too. They got shellacked by UNC, which UNC is an excellent team. That's fine. They got beat badly by Pitt. So, again... You know, Pitts, uh, Pitts had a very nice year. Uh, and then they just lost to UVA on the road. Can they? Can the death spiral be so deep and so sad that no. they lose their last game of the year to Wake, all because of ACC officiating just ruining their sense of self? You're the Lars Van Trier of college football fans. In that I'm not very popular? Yes. <laughs> you just. What do you want to do? The entire story is about someone dying slowly over two hours. It's Dave Clawson grows to an enormous size. Uh, he <laughs> overtakes the Earth's gravity, and we all die in a fiery inferno. <laughs> Thanks, Lars. It, it, Wake Forest goes three and nine in this movie. They go three and nine in most movies, to be honest. There are some laws of the universe I cannot change. A few actual games of merit. A few okay, in here. Real quick, before we do that. <laughs> oh, so let me, let me squeeze this one going. in at the buzzer. Do it. Um, this is the worst game of the year. Are you ready for this? Shoot your shot, man. ULM at Hawaii. <laughs> How the fuck is that on the schedule? Can ULM afford plane tickets to Hawaii? Can Hawaii? Can Hawaii? Can afford Hawaii to afford host? to have the lights on? Uh, Neither of these schools has a head coach. Yeah, they have a combined three wins. This is the worst game of the year, right here. I bet they just sent the bill to ESPN. They're just like, just charge it to Bristol. Listen, if you're... Well, well uh, bad news there. <laughs> There's no TV station listed. I think this one is one on Aloha.com. 
mountainwest.com, whatever. Doesn't matter. Robert Cacala will be Robert Cacala will be calling it on Periscope. He will be in the booth. That sounds pretty good. I'd watch that. I'm stupid, but I'd watch. I'd watch that. So anyway, now that now that that's out there, we can right, move on. Good. Whew, that's rough, man. It's only on o- It's only on the OC, Oceanic. It's that's pay per view. So isn't you can that, pay isn't money that to watch the plane? That. Isn't that the plane that crashes in Lost? Yes. Oh, and this is how that entire plot starts. <laughs> it's about ULM football. That's it. We'll be like, man, those Lost guys were amazing. They were writing about the Warhawks before it was cool. Other games that are actually of merit, actual merit. Uh, Notre Dame at Stanford. Sure, so this is actually really important. Yeah, because you could just knock Notre Dame out of the picture entirely, and that, that, that's, maybe build Stanford's outside chance to sneak back into the playoff if they win. Yeah, with a little bit of madness. A little bit. A little not, bit of not madness. Even, not even that much at this point. Some. Yeah, just just one or, one one or two upsets, and we're yeah. really talking. Mm-hmm. You could also watch the joy of Notre Dame fans, the most racist of Notre Dame fans, watching Christian McCaffrey run out of the backfield and going, oh! <laughs> just yearning, <laughs> yearning for <laughs> him. He's, he's so gritty. He's so he alabaster. Ours, I'm sure. <laughs> and Albion Hope in cleats. It's like watching just... a precious moments doll run. <laughs> Dear God, he's an altar boy to brutality. I'm so hard. God, he's beautiful. (laughs) That's the best part is that nobody stayed awake to watch Christian McCaffrey absolutely wreck shit the Pac-12. The Patriots are going to get him and everyone will be like, Bill Belichick's a genius. How does he find these unheralded Heisman contenders? Oh, this dude, the people in college just don't know how to appreciate him. No, he played at Stanford. It was 1130. (laughs) Most people were asleep unless you're stupid. Like us. We saw him. He was awesome. God, we're stupid. We tried to tell you about the white guy. Tried to tell you about the awesome white guy. Finally, finally, a college football podcast that gives some credit to white people. (laughs) At last. (laughs) At last. Do you hear me, PFD commenter? (laughs) He doesn't. He doesn't. He's not listening to this. He's just, you know what? He feels it, though, in his gut. Because the take, he feels it. Bobby Jindal might listen, though. (laughs) <laughs> He's got some time, <laughs> and we so do, and, and we know uh, Rick Perry listens. So, because he's retweeted us. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of, their two teams, A and M LSU. Oh, wow, those oh, two boy. teams coming together. Where A uh, and M's defensive coordinator still has an ongoing court case in the state of Louisiana, and Les Miles might be fired. It's a situation of litigation for the Tiger Nation. Oh, is this how they're going to pay the buyout? Yep, that's oh, how they're, they're going to do it. They're going to get they're going to get the settlement from him. Turn right around, and give that to Les. Oh, it's Tell brilliant. Him. Yeah, you underestimate those swamp geniuses. So this was all planned out because yeah. the reason Chavis left is because LSU's AD put a clause in his contract that he was not owed money if Les would be fired. That offended Chavis, but LSU knew that would offend him. They put that in. They planted that seed. This is like a what? This is like a. Uh, Inception is what this is. Mm-hmm. You have to go three levels down, which is what LSU has done over the course of the season. Oh, no. oh! I'm a bad we person. Go lower, cinco. <laughs> we have to go unranked. <laughs> that's uh, it's pretty good. Uh, the last game of merit that has some bearing on how things might potentially pan out in terms of the 
national title picture. We haven't even talked about Bedlam. We haven't talked about Oklahoma at Oklahoma State. Imagine a bunch of teams with one loss uh, at the end of the season in the Big 12 having a problem differentiating each other to the voting public and to the committee when it comes to overall quality. Imagine who could have foreseen this has never happened. It's as if the Big 12 has fixed nothing from one year to the next in terms of problems. No, but Spencer, they installed a, uh, a tiebreaker this offseason, so everything's fine. It's cool. I'm sure that will help you with the committee. especially because The tiebreaker, <laughs> tie it, 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 I don't know if they fixed it. When it very first came out, it had a whole bunch of confusing clauses that like, someone figured out it would have made it actually worse to to win a certain <laughs> game like, like there's there were like actual ways to rig the tiebreaker and then they put out another version that was much more streamlined and seemed more uh in line with others but hey we're about to we're, we're about we're about to live test this thing so <clears throat> oklahoma state uh beat oklahoma last year in this game in kind of a fluky stupid ending but they won all the same they have uh not beaten Oklahoma in consecutive years in quite some time. Do you know the last coach to pull off that particular feat? Les Miles! Yes, sir. What I'm saying is that Mike Gundy's getting the LSU job. Okay. (laughs) Pipeline. You know, a tradition is a tradition. Mm -hmm. And I think that means Paul Rhodes is getting the Auburn job? It's only right once Gus Malzahn takes that Eagles job. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) 